there's something loose between my legs, apart from the obvious. Yeah. I'd be proud. I can't look after this line on the dead. I can't keep the car behind. Oh no, he's on my ass. Welcome, 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 right? To Zero to F1 podcast. I'm Rick, and uh, these are my buddies, Nick and Ben. Say hi, guys. Hello. That was Nick. I'm Ben. That was Nick. Yeah, there's Ben. All right. All right. Well, uh, yeah, I guess we'll uh, introduce ourselves. I'm Rick. I don't know. What What? What? what do you want to know about me? I'm, uh, I'm a Formula One fan. I've been uh, a fan for, let's see, it's about 2020. Uh, pre-COVID-ish, like right right before COVID. Uh, and of course, it was from watching Drive to Survive. And that shit is, that's brought a ton of people into Formula One. I know Nick is a, is a Drive to Survive dude as well, yes? That's right. That is correct. Have you watched all of Drive to Survive? Are you caught up? Uh, over the years, yes, but I'm going back through it again because I don't remember the early years. So nice. Trying to catch up on, on it, but current to the last few seasons nice all right and ben ben doesn't give a shit about formula one <laughs> hey, I, i'm not i'm not sure i'd say i don't give a shit yeah uh, uh michael shoemaker had a great omega watch back in the day it was red it was an omega Speedmaster. it was nice yeah and he also had a yellow one it was sick um but that being said no i don't care about f1 yet uh hopefully i get into f1 through this podcast but i'm a big sports go. guy Love football, love basketball. I'll watch golf over F1, you know, just about anything. Oh. So I know, You're right? Really, you'd rather watch golf than watch F1? I, it's, it, I, they're both boring to me. I just know <laughs> golf. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that's the thing with Formula One too, is that like Formula One has, there's a lot of storylines, right? There's a lot of like, you got to know the people, know the characters and know the teams and stuff. Uh, and if you don't, you're just kind of watching cars go around in a circle, right? At least it's not next car. That's a hundred percent it. I feel like that's what got me into Strive to Survive, and it's like you, the drama of like a seventh eighth place race, Real Housewives of OC drama where people are sleeping yeah. with each other. I don't think it gets to that level. Hundred <laughs> percent. The drivers. So like after the first couple seasons, the drivers got upset. I know Verstappen uh, like didn't participate for a whole season because he was all pissed off that uh, uh, they dramatize things and they invent uh rivalries that aren't there and like and i think they do a little bit you know they 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 uh well, media people stories. twist stories for marketing purposes who, who knew yeah um, i i will say as we're doing this uh that one of my goals here is to pick a team like yeah uh, wait so we should talk about the teams right? like so like i feel like i need to get like an attachment to a team like i'm a big like I'm from Kansas originally, so I'm a big Kansas City Chiefs fan. Like, right? Like, I have an attachment to them. Well, there's no Kansas uh, team. I know. That's the problem. I need some kind of attachment. Team, What's the best yeah, but who's the best team? Mercedes? Red Bull? I don't know anything. Right now? This yeah. season? I have Red no Bull idea. <laughs> I'm, I'm not even, like, joking around. I have no idea. All right. So you won't say because it's his team. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, so, yeah, when I came in. All Germans. Well, Mercedes is German. Well, you know. Yeah, Red Bull, I guess, is owned by Austrians, so it's uh, I don't know, worse? Question mark. So yeah, right now, uh, Red Bull is running away with 
the the championship. I mean, it's 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 almost disgusting how uh, how far ahead they are, and and it's I mean how far ahead their car is. Their car is just head and shoulders better than everyone else's. Can are all cars have to be manufactured the same? Are there like you can only have like eight cylinders versus four versus you can't be a EV or you know I know nothing. You know, hey, Nick, what what do you, what do you, you take this one? Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I'm not the most educated on this answer, but the <laughs> the answer would be they're all the same. They all have the same engines and parameters they have to make the car by. But uh, I don't know how much they differ in engines. Rick, you so, might be able to answer that. But yeah, the engines, the engines are the same. They're 1.6 liter V6 uh, turbo hybrid. So they, I say the engines are the same. They're, they meet the same like requirements, you know. Yeah, so regulations you, or whatever. Yeah. When you talk about Formula One, the, like where that comes from is the formula of uh, specifications for the cars are. So the cars are all different. And this year, like a, a pretty significant amount, but they all have to fit within the sporting regulations. So is it more about the driver or the car? Or is that what the whole debate becomes? Yeah. That is yep. definitely yeah, the debate. drama. Oh, oh that's right. the like. So that's the like Red Bull has a great car. They so each team has two drivers. So yeah, all the all the cars have to fit like the sporting regulations. So there's certain like the the chassis has to fit in within like certain boxes. You know they can do whatever they want within these boxes. The engines have to fit certain uh, parameters, like I said. Um, but they're free to like I think they're right now there's three engine manufacturers. There's Ferrari, Mercedes, and oh, who am I missing? The third one's a weird one. Ha, there's Honda was Red Bull, uh, but well, now Red Bull kind of does it. getting their engines from? Ford is getting Ferrari. into it, by the way. Ford is getting yeah, into so it. Yeah, and so Ford is going to be with Red Bull in 20, Red Bull. 20, 20 Yeah, 26. Yeah, so uh, that's and, engine regulations change. I don't know. Some 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 dude named like Chicharito or something's coming. <laughs> Jack. <laughs> that's the soccer player. <laughs> well, and then aerodynamics is different, too. Oh, right? Where like Mercedes tried to go away from the side pods, and that's where they... You yeah. sail last season and this season, and so there's uh, that's uh, so arguably like last year they changed the car specs that all the teams had to meet with me, and Red Bull ran away with it basically. Yeah. So yeah, so those specs that they have to meet the the formula the the sporting regulations they got reset last year. So last year was the first season for these new cars, right? So you're kind of in early on this generation of cars. So 2026 is the next time the regulations change. That's for just the engines, though. The cars are going to stay the same. And then there's something after that, I'm sure. But So the cars develop, though, as the season goes. And I kind of like, when I'm talking to people about Formula One, I kind of like to say that Formula One is not a racing competition. It is. Like, it's a, it's a racing competition. And that's what it ends up being. And their drivers absolutely make a difference. But it's an engineering competition. 90% of Formula One is designing these cars. You know, the, the, you know, some teams have over a thousand people on their engineering staff, aerodynamics, you know, chassis design, vehicle dynamics, stuff like that. So there's such a shit ton that goes into these cars before the drivers even touch them. And then, you know, the drivers just basically have to not screw it up. Well, and like, I guess for me, started watching last year. Last year was my full season. McLaren went from, where are they like fourth car, fifth car, kind of? And now, yeah, yeah, yeah. And now they're like back of the pack because I don't even know how they screwed it up, but they screwed it up and they're back of the pack. Because they had uh, to pay Daniel Ricardo $18 million to go away. Yeah. <laughs> there, there is a cost cap on it. So that was, uh, which is also not. And then uh, what's their face? The green car. They're uh, Aston Martin. 
Yeah, they're in second now, aren't they? Yeah, they're killing. going into Monaco. We'll put the a timestamp on it. Going into Monaco, yeah. they were they were probably what sixth or seventh last year. So I I would have put uh, McLaren at fourth. They were probably battling with Ferrari. They were trying to get up into the the top teams. Uh, I mean Aston Martin was was not. I don't even know if they were oh. uh, somewhere in the may, midfield. Maybe and arguably the driver change could have helped that. Yeah, Alonso. So. So wait, let's 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 get let's fill Ben on on uh, teams and drivers. That's that's one thing. Well, please do. Just so you know, Alonzo's dating Taylor Swift right now. Yeah, <laughs> that's important. It, it, is that important? <laughs> real housewives, drama of real housewives. Yeah. So all right, so there's ten teams, twenty drivers. Each team has two cars, right? They're able to field two cars, which can have like some strategic implications. But ten teams, twenty drivers. So I guess we'll just go team to team. Let's start with Red Bull, right? Yeah, so Red Bull is leading right now. Their two drivers are Max Verstappen and Sergio Perez. Max is a Dutch-Belgian dude. I think he's like 23, 24, something like that. He lives, eats, breathes, and shits racing. There is nothing that happens in his life that is not racing. He's a machine, and it's insane to watch. He can be kind of a dickhead, I think. Like, he can, you know, he can uh, not be a super understanding dude, but he is... If you ask me, he's head and shoulders above everybody else, and I include Lewis Hamilton on that. And I, any British people would argue with me with that one, but he's totally the villain. Sorry, who do you think Verstappen is the villain? Like, like, like the villain, but in a, I'm trying to think of a good comparison in like the for American sports way, maybe like he's Gaston probably... from Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> Gaston, maybe yeah. Like he's like an early LeBron though, almost. Like people might learn to love him down the road, but like you hated him like right out of the I, gate. Cause yeah, see, I don't know. For me, it was the opposite. For me, he he hadn't won anything when I started watching. When he when I was started watching, Hamilton was going for his eighth world championship to overtake Michael Schumacher, and Max Verstappen was like this young hungry, hungry kid who like was was coming into the top of his game and like was the only one that can challenge him. So I don't know. He was kind of an underdog at that point, but now he's I don't know. He's just so much better than everybody else. Anyway, then there's Perez. Yeah, jumping ahead to Sergio Perez, a.k.a. Checo, uh, your boy from Ford. And uh, quickly become one of my favorites because I love that he's... So in the drama of stuff, Red Bull's running away with things right now. Not that exciting. But Checo, until the last race, has kind of been hanging with Verstappen. So there's been that, like, could he actually beat Verstappen for the, the World Championship? Yeah, there's and, a back and uh, forth for sure. Yeah, Mexican driver, uh, big following down there. Yeah, whenever they go to Austin, there's a ton of Mexican uh, support there. So, like, that's basically a home race for him. And, of course, they do Mexico City as well. But that's that's kind of the, like, teeing up for the season. The storyline right now is, well, last race kind of killed it. But is that, like, can, I mean, the thing is, is, like, one DNF, and he's back up top of the standings again. So, yeah. like, Checo's right there. He's the second-place guy. So it's either can Red Bull run away with one-two in position, or can Checo challenge for Saffin for the right. championship? They're up by over double points right now, so uh, according to this random go. website I pulled up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the points are not awarded like uniformly. It's not like one point for yeah. So it's like twenty five points for first. Uh, I'd have to pull them up to see exactly, but but it's it degrades down to tenth, right? So one through ten. I do love being degraded. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what? I've heard that. Uh, then below ten, there's no points, right? Um, okay. So next we got Aston Martin. Aston Martin. All right. Uh, all Which right. is an interesting one. It's a wild one. Yeah. So Aston I'm just so Martin wild was... about Aston Martin. Well, Alonzo's dating Taylor Swift. So that's right. 
and he the erased the drama according to the gossip rags. And is that important for... No, not in the least. <laughs> right. I think it's so Aston Martin was... Uh, they've gone through a few different names. They were Force India, then they were, were Racing Point, and like they've changed, they've changed names a few times, and they got bought by this billionaire Lawrence Stroll, right? And uh, he installed his son, Lance Stroll. As one Lance of Stroll. Yeah, and he, so like his son is a driver, so he's pretty safe in his drive. And he's not a terrible driver. Like I, I will say, like of for the situation, he's not a bad driver. He's won some stuff. I think he's won like some Formula Two stuff and that kind of thing. But he's a decent driver. He's not like the asshole that his daddy paid him to get in. You know, there's a lot of people. You know, most of the grid is pay drivers. I call them. So Lance Stroll is that is the first one. Then uh, then Fernando. Nick and Nick, why don't you take Fernando? Did Did you say most of the grid is pay driver? Oh, pay drivers. Sorry, not pay. Yeah, yeah. So well. Should we sidetrack, touch on that for a second? Sure. You, I think it's less now, but historically, like you could pay to be a driver versus get paid to be a driver. Yeah. So, someone like, yeah, which I guess Lance Troll, technically, I don't know. Yeah, absolutely. He's a paid driver. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Anyways, Alonzo. So, I guess to clarify this, I am not the most uh, knowledgeable on some of these topics, but. As I understand, he's 40 years old now and has been racing since he was, or has been in F1 since like early 20s. So oh, yeah. he's been around for a while. He was, and he on... retired. Yeah. Who was he on last year? Alpine. Alpine. That's right. Yeah, yeah. 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 So he was on Alpine last year. Very like, like for me, my first season, very unnotable. It just was what it was. Um, he jumps now to Aston Martin and has basically, he hasn't won a race yet, right? Am I blanking out? Um, no, not with, not with Aston. Uh, yeah, but he's been po- podium? he's podiumed yeah. uh, all the water yeah. race or all the races. Yeah, so like, right. yeah. amazing start. They're second in the constructors' cup. Uh, yeah, it's one of those things where behind Checo, he could easily be third in the world championship at yeah. age forty, and with a car that had very little success last year. Yeah, Aston Martin, like they just rocketed up the list, man. They are uh, they're killing it. They also just. As of last year, they put, you know, a bazillion dollars into this new factory. They're like right now they're in the middle of moving to this new factory. And Honda, Honda, who just left Red Bull, is going to Aston Martin. They're going to be the engine supplier for Aston Martin in, I guess, 2026. That, I think they announced that today. Uh, and I'm sure all that has to do with, you know, their new factory and their you know, fancy. Who's their engine supplier right now? Mercedes, I want to say. Okay. Oh yeah, because isn't that the controversy with Mercedes? Yeah, that they're whooping Mercedes' ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mercedes. Well, another thing to mention, I guess, is that your your main competition in Formula One, if you're a driver, your main competition is the uh, the other driver on your team, because because the cars aren't all the same, some are better than others, and so these guys aren't best friends. So it's weird, you know, so they, the different teams have different dynamics, but like essentially you are competing with the guy on the, in the garage next to you in the same car, because that's, you know, he's the only other person driving the same equipment. So you can measure yourself equally against them. Whereas other people, they're in different cars. So it's tough to say like, oh, he beat me. Like, oh, well, he's got a fucking Mercedes or, you know, whatever it is. Well, like Red Bull right now. But well, when you say that, like, to me, what's interesting is like uh, the races between the guys in the cars when they're tight. You know, like Red Bull right now between the two guys. Last year, AlphaTauri was interesting to me. You know, like yeah, I don't know why. Like they Talk weren't that close. Do you, do you know AlphaTauri's deal with Red Bull? Like how they came into existence? Yeah, 
Uh, yeah, well, no, yeah, not the history on it, but they're kind of the B team for Red Bull. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's all I mean. Yeah, they they basically exist as a farm team for Red Bull, which is I don't know, that's crazy to me because which, like there's people that are trying to pay money to get into Formula One right now. Andretti, Michael Andretti is trying to get into Formula One, and Red Bull has two teams. Well, and the rumor, the rumor early on was that they might sell. Seems like that's quieted down, but there was that rumor. I read a thing today that said they decided not to sell. I don't know how official yeah. it is, but I did read a thing that said that. Um, I might watch this week. No, you fucking better. <laughs> <laughs> when is it? Dude, it's Monaco. Yeah. When... Monaco's like the 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 I'm worst race, but like... the like most classic. Okay. So yeah, yeah, let's finish the drivers then. Uh or a few of them for the drivers. Let's do um we did Aston Martin. We did Red. You've Bull. done Aston Martin. You've done Red Bull. Let's hit Mercedes and Ferrari. Mercedes. Okay, so Mercedes. Of course, we got Sir Lewis Hamilton, and this, like, you know, everybody loves Lewis Hamilton. I have a great swagger at NBA games. Look, I I like Lewis Hamilton. I like certain aspects of Lewis Hamilton. I like his like social activism. Uh, you know, uh, Ricky uh, Richard. All demographics would be popular. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. I'm coming around to his like fashion situation. Like at first I was, you know, I kind of, you know, I was not into that, but I'm coming around to that. But he is such a fucking whiner, man. If you ask me, I think he whines so much. Uh, Can you say that about a lot of the guys on radio? So Ben, when you watch, they'll play the like clips of the yeah. the radio and the intercoms and stuff. Like it's, it's entertaining. Crazy. Yeah. And it, to me, they all whine. I'm not gonna say yeah. Lewis isn't worse than others, but he's historically like I put it even in the intro. It's it's Bono, my tires are dead. That's like he he has he's famous for saying Bono, my tires are dead, and then driving ten more laps on you know used hards or you know just and he's good at making tires last. Yeah, I mean, look, you can't That's kind of a straight that he's a great driver, right? Yeah, he he manages his tires well. He's he his technique is great. You know, he he. Doesn't make mistakes, generally speaking. I think that's the biggest thing with Lewis. He's safe. Something about him gets under my skin, man. I think, you know, I also, and like this, man, this is again, not going to be a popular thing, but I think that like he has a little bit of false humility. I think like some of his, you know, oh, you know, uh, hands together and, you know, I appreciate everybody sort of thing. I think some of that is. He's my guy. Yeah. Record. Look, you know, like you said, you know, He's a great driver. He's 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 awesome, but uh, something about him irks me. Uh, who's the who's the other Mercedes driver? Why don't you take Why don't you take Mr. Russell? George Russell. Yeah, new to the team last season, right? First season yeah. last year. Yeah. I don't know a lot before him about him before that. Solo on Drive to Survive. He was obviously honored to be a part of Mercedes. Yeah. Young guy. He was at Williams before that. That's right. Um, shows a lot of talent. I think he's got a bright, bright future ahead of him. He seems to play well with Lewis, which is always a big thing with teammates. So I think he has a lot to learn. I think he like, and quite honestly, Lewis too. Yeah. 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 At least he was genuine. Um, and last year he finished ahead of Lewis, if I'm not wrong. So I, I mean, there's a lot more to that to dive into, but I think he has a bright future. I don't know that he'll take over the reins of Mercedes within like the next year or two, but quite possibly could yeah you know but know. like when you talk three to five years down the road it's probably george uh, russell's team i think so so i think he's he's mega consistent they used to call him mr saturday at, at williams because he would qualify like a madman he he did great in qualifying been qualifying on saturday 
Uh, so he took the Williams and put it in places where, you know, you shouldn't have been able to put that car. Like he, he out drove the car and that's, I did that in college all the time. You put, you put your car where in places where it shouldn't be. Yeah, it was bad, man. It messed up a lot of relationships for me. Yeah. Yeah. Places it wouldn't fit normally either. Nice. That's what she said. Yeah. So George Russell, he's also the dude that I was talking about earlier. He's like, I don't know, he's just like the nicest little dude ever. I'm sure there is aspects of him off camera and like, and that sort of thing that, that, that are, are more gruff. He's just, you know, he's the dude that said, ah, sugar after he didn't get through two one and ginger snaps, ginger snaps. Exactly. He's fiercely competitive, but plays the, uh, the Mercedes persona of humbled. Kind. He's very British. He's like, he, you know, he's, he's a very British dude. All right, so then we got Ferrari. Ferrari, from what I have seen, is the historical team that has a lot of history, big brand name, big teams, but cannot get out of their own way. Yeah. They seem to. Like, I mean, I guess there's a little debate if Leclerc is the driver he should be, but just... Oh, no, I would... To, Ferrari's definitely fucking him up. Yeah, like, their strategy just seems bad. Like, race after race, or their car dies on them, or just something they... They seem to be the joke that they could be fighting for first if they just could figure out any one thing that they had going right. I think that's absolutely right. I think that like, so a good example is last year. So Charles Leclerc is their, their, we'll call him the number one driver. I think that's fair to say. Leclerc is like super mega talented driver. He signed the longest contract for Ferrari ever, I think ever. Which is crazy. I mean, there's a lot of big names that have that have raced for Ferrari. Ferrari is the only team that's been around since 1950. 1950 is when Formula One officially started. So they get like a big chunk of the money just because they're Ferrari. You know, it's it's kind of like they're they're kind of like the royalty of of Formula One. But yeah, so Charles Leclerc, he's they call they call apparently the word is Monegasque, right? He's from Monaco, so he's Monegasque, and Monaco is where we're racing obviously this week and like the the, the big race. So last year they had uh, a chance. Prime example. <laughs> oh man, they had a chance to win Monaco. Uh, it was purely out of strategy. They called in Carlos Sainz, their other driver, and then called in Charles Leclerc right behind him. And as he's coming into the pit lane, the the Italian voice comes on his radio. No, no, stay out, stay out, stay out. And he just flips. You know, you know. And so they pulled him into the pits for no reason. Which you go into the pit lane, you lose. You know, somewhere around twenty something seconds. And lost the race because of it. Uh, or how long races, by the way? Like, what's uh, a winning? Like, is it like two hours? I don't know. Ish, ish. Yeah, yeah. There's a limit of three hours. A hard limit of like from the win when the race starts to to when the race ends of three hours. Then there's a two hour limit that like doesn't include penalty time and stuff like that. But three hours is the max, and we hit that well, in, in Monaco. And that includes red flags, rain delays. As a football person, like rain delays, things like that. Like it's a like race starts, you have three hours to get it done. But yeah, essentially you can't go more than three hours. It's going to be around an hour and a half, two hours. Well, maybe we should say what I've learned with F1 is it's hard to put rhyme or reason behind a lot of things. Like every race, race to race. I don't want to say rules change, but interpretations of rules change. Yeah, you got, you got, there's a lot of, uh, sounds very European. Yeah. 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 But that's kind of the fun of it. Like you, you learn something new every race. You're always learning. Anyways, uh, to the dudes, but no, McLaren's next. No, Ferrari. Yeah, wait. So Charles Leclerc. Yeah, Leclerc. Yeah, we missed. Uh, 
Yeah, he, he keeps, keeps getting drinking too much by Ferrari. <laughs> and he's the one that all the girls like. So, you know, show him, show a picture of him to your wife and, you know, maybe things will get, uh, get heated. Yeah, you know. <laughs> so then the other guy is Carlos Sainz, the other guy that my wife thinks of in bed. So he's <laughs> tall, dark. You mean the, the guy other than me? Well, of course. Yeah, you're number one. Yeah. So so Carlos Sainz, I, I don't know what to say about him. He's I, Spanish, I guess. Yeah, like, yeah, he's good. He, he's Spanish, he, does, <laughs> he does as well as Leclerc, I feel like, you know. Uh, not quite, but. This season, I feel like he's not done as well. Uh, Yeah, I think he gave him more more trouble last season. Last season, they were kind of, I want to say interchangeable, but the line between the two Ferrari drivers was a lot closer than most other teams, I would say. Yeah. Um, So he's good. Well-spoken. Yes. Yeah, yeah. He's a good guy. He's not a a, a crazy person. Yeah, he just, he does his race, you know. That's the one people think is attractive? Him and Charles Leclerc are the two that my wife fawns over. Oh, so she likes both Ferrari. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's a Ferrari gal. Whereas a Ferrari. I, I'm a Verstappen fan because he's a fucking racing machine. Well, most Jenkins are machines. Verstappen <laughs> sort of looks like Nick a little. <laughs> Who does Verstappen? A little bit. I'm just Googling these people and basing my judgment yeah, yeah. based solely off of what they look like. I just feel like my wife made some comment about him not looking good. So that's just not <laughs> I don't think he's a terribly attractive dude. As I said, looks a little like Nick. His uh, his dad was an F one driver, right? And isn't his girlfriend's and his girlfriend's dad? Yeah, yeah. It's a weird Nelson PK, and uh, his dad is Jos Verstappen. And oh man, he's a whole nother fucking story. To, to give us a nice transition into McLaren, Lando Norris looks like he's seven. Yeah, people love Lando though. Lando yeah. is a fan. I read Lando, Lando, but they suck. They're so bad this year. So so. All right, to go where we were earlier, McLaren was decent last year. And to, uh, to put it out there, McLaren, I guess McLaren's sitting in fifth for the Constructors' Cup right now, so not awful. But they but have which, they I guess, should five is I guess five is exactly five hundred. Uh, but they're they have dropped significantly over the past year. Yeah, yeah, they were they were pushing for to be one of the top teams, and you know in. Like in soccer, I know I know uh, you've been paying attention to soccer, so you have a little bit of a bar here to judge. Correct. So like soccer, there are good teams. Like there are legacy teams. You know what I mean? Chelsea's, Arsenal's, Man United. You know the, these these are you know your your evergreen. It's always. definitely not Man United, but that's okay. You shut your whore mouth. Uh, so there's also those teams in Formula One, and in the past, that's been because of money, right? You could just spend and spend and spend, and it didn't fucking matter. Uh, but they introduced a cost cap last year or two years ago. I don't know. Recently, uh, so it's it's bringing them a little a little more even. But uh, so you got your Ferrari, Mercedes, yeah. and now Red Bull. Um, but in the past, it's been different. Like Williams was really good for a long time. McLaren was really good for a long time. Can I put in there that Lance Stroll is ahead of Lando Norris? Is it, well, he's in an Aston drivers. <laughs> yeah, but still, like when you talk about like someone whose dad basically paved the way. Yeah. But that's a perfect example of like you can be a great driver, and I think Lando Norris is a great driver. Every, everything that like I know about Lando Norris and like the way you you know he races a bunch online and like the way people talk about YouTuber, him. yeah, he is. He really is. He's a great driver, but that shows you like Lance Stroll, who again his dad bought the team, and he's a good driver too. But 
you know, they talk about stroll looks like that kid that would mock you if you didn't have access to the like country club pool in the summer in high school. Well, well, he's Canadian, so he's extra nice. I don't believe it. Yeah, yeah, we'll have to prove that. They're never coming on this podcast. Fuck them all. (laughs) Right, yeah. (laughs) Who's the other McLaren driver? Oscar Fiastri. Oh, yeah. Rookie. Yeah, did he? He looks young too. Year? I like I like his hair and I like his number. Eighty one's a good number. He's brand he new. Win? He's just in this season. Did he win F two last year? He didn't, did he? I think he has in the past, but not last year. We'll have to look it up. Let's see. But all right, Daniel Ricardo. We should put some backstory on that with McLaren. Oh man, Daniel Ricardo needs his own episode. He's got he's got so, a lot of backstory. So you will. Just Google Ricardo and watch some like YouTube videos on him. Everybody People loves Daniel Ricardo. He's Australian. He's great. Uh, I like Australians. They're fun. But, so he he struggled really bad last year at McLaren Lane. That's not nice. That's not a F one racing car. What <laughs> the fuck? And so uh, so he struggled for various reasons. He got bought out. And then and now he's the third driver at Red Bull, so he's not yeah. driving, but he's on their team. And uh, he used to be, to be a driver for Red Bull. Yeah, so he, kind of an old like tail between the legs kind of scenario. So is there like a is there a racer? So I've always enjoyed like cocky guys that have no reason to be cocky, like in basketball, <laughs> right? Like, like I love Christian Leitner. Like I, I thought Johnny Mansell was fun to watch in football. Johnny Man. Like oh, I didn't asshole. I didn't root for him. He's an asshole, right? Like, I sort of I like love I love watching. You know what I mean? Like I love watching. Yeah, him. yeah. Like is there so, an F one him that I can sort of look into this week? Yeah, Maybe not Johnny Manziel. I don't like Johnny Manziel as much as I love Christian Leitner and like Duke basketball. List. You know what I mean? Yeah, I I would think Fernando Alonso. I think Fernando Alonso because what he team's he on? Really. He's Aston Martin. Yeah, but he's very, he's, he, maybe he is cocky, but he's very, I'd say, cocksure. You know, he's, he's, uh, he's super confident. He's like, uh, he's a two time world champion, two or three, maybe. Uh, country is he from? He's from Spanish. He's from Spain. Yeah, you and, and I feel like, about the Spaniards. I would, a lot of his, would, his interviews, he's very smooth. You know what I mean? I, don't know. I, I did just go to Barcelona, so maybe I can cheer for him. I'm putting the drama in this. I'm going to eat in each episode of like somebody I think I'm going towards. You know what I mean? If you want the cocky asshole for Staffing. Now, he oh, won the championship. He won the championship last year, so that's why it's like it's hard to point him. I think it's been the there. lips, Nick. I think that's what makes me think of you. The lips? I think his I lips think so. look like your lips, yeah, man. I just so. a lot to say that I can't say on this podcast. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, yeah, I think you're right. I think we're like he's he's earned it because he has a championship last year. Yeah, well, and two years ago, I guess he's got two now. Well, one's just controversial, but he has one outright for sure. Dude, the way he pushed Chaco around at the end of the season last year, that was a dick move. That was a dick move, dude. Like, oh, God, that really bummed like, me out. And that like, I thought he was cocky and didn't like him. But So, for backstory, Ben, he he had outright won the Drivers' Championship. Had It's a little fuzzy now. But basically, Chaco was in second at some point, and the team called for him to let Chaco by so that Chaco could win the race because it would put Chaco... I don't think he would have gotten second, but it would have yeah, made yeah. him all the second. Yeah, and he basically Checo ended up third in the standings because Verstappen went let him by because Verstappen was bad about something that happened at the beginning of the season in Monaco. It was this whole thing where it was like, dude, you already won the championship, like just let him by, get the points, and he wouldn't do it, which shows his like Kobe Mamba mentality. Yeah, but true. Also, like 
but also like he's a dick and he's cocky. Yeah. He's young. Yeah. He doesn't have seven, eight, you know, whatever. He can absolutely be a dick. And that was like the first time that I think everybody saw like, oh, yeah. Ooh. Because he, like he's kind of reason he won is because Perez, Sergio Perez, Checo was a defending maniac in 2021. He held he held Hamilton up in the last race of the season when they were fighting really hard. And like he is like the good guy. Well, I look forward to meeting Pacheco or whatever his name is here. All right. So that's that's the first five teams, right? All right. So so Monaco, let me say Monaco is what I've learned is it's like the race I want to go to. I've watched so many Europeans that have sweet style and lots of money put content out from being there. Yeah. I mean, but it looks like the most boring race ever. Like the most like the what worst race so I like get. classic and boring. You know, so old and historic. So it's like Alabama football. Think Lambo Stadium. Ooh. Probably the worst fan experience you could have, but probably the best like football, true historic situation. And it's the it's the race every driver wants to win, right? It's the crown jewel, right? So it's I would say that it is it's so much different because uh A, it's really tight. Most most races are uh, are tracks are designed with you know a pretty decent amount of width. Monaco is super duper tight, yeah. and the cars used to be a lot smaller and they've gotten bigger. So now there's a small course with bigger cars. There's there's one spot on the track. So Monaco's tight. Monaco's tight. It usually has weather. Yeah, forty percent, forty five percent. I'm sure everywhere. Has so wait, so there's there's one tight turn, right? It's like it's more than 180 degrees, right? And then it comes back that they literally have to modify the the driving racks, the steering racks, because they have to steer like past where, you know, and use one hand, push it down. It's very, very funky. You, I'm sure they'll show it on the broadcast where the drivers go around this crazy hairpin and have to, you know, super duper twist that they don't have to do anywhere else. Um, Can't wait to catch that on YouTube. <laughs> if you don't watch this race, I'm going to be so pissed at you. <laughs> be fair, they'll like, recaps the f1 puts on youtube are pretty good so they are if you miss it they're good all right so let's talk about like the weekend format so this race let me in a rare moment of sincerity and sobriety (laughs) is is this race this is like the crown jewel it's the old tight one is it is it like the super bowl is that a good reference to it or no there's no it's not a championship Think, um, so is it like, like the preseason basketball, the Maui Invitational in college basketball? No, think like playing at MSG as an NBA player, you know, like old iconic stadium. It's the Mecca. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, or, or like, um, old, old Yankee stadium, you know, like any like old historic. Yeah. It's a cool place to say you won. Like it's a thing to be like, I won in Monaco. So did. Rick Stomple for from it's like when exactly. old, it's like when opposing players try and do the Lambo leap at Lambo Field. You know, it's like that old stadium where there's like something yeah. to do. So it's it's not the Super Bowl, but it's like an iconic mecca place you just want to win to say you there's win. there's no Super Bowl because you can win. You don't win in one race. Yeah, it's yeah. a it's a numbers game. You you go throughout the whole year. I get it. Absolutely. And that's that's the blessing and the curse of it. You know, like last year Verstappen ran away with it relatively early on and so like the last four or five races of the season were kind of like uh let's see if someone can get a win just to get a win and that's also, when all those teams he blocked really jack howard yeah well right yeah when he should have just let him through when he had it in. and like 
for me, like I didn't get to see Lewis win last year and I wanted to see Lewis win. And he, so for me, those last five races were like, maybe I'll win. He never won. And that was your first season last year, right? Yeah. I am, man, it, I am so bummed that you missed the, the Max yeah. Lewis showdown. It right. was so fucking epic, dude. If I could describe, I, that was my first full season, right? Because the first season I was watching was the COVID season. I went to go watch my first race, watch Australia, and they canceled it three hours before practice started, right? So, you know, we, we they, they did a bunch, you know, no no spectators and stuff like that later on. But so my full, like, first full season start to finish was the one with, with Max and Lewis uh, going into head. And God, it was fucking epic, dude. Uh, yeah. I, I, I remember... I read about it and like spent a lot of time learning about it. And I think that might be what pushed me into like revisiting drive to survive that next year. And yeah. Getting into it. Is that a yearly show or is that like a one-off they did? No, it's really seven, seven, eight seasons. Oh God. It's that many. I'm not good with numbers. So you should absolutely watch some drive to survive. You, you, you need to go watch at least watch first episode. Say watch two, two, watch two seasons ago. Whatever two seasons ago, like not last season, the season before that, watch that. Oh, I'd say watch but, the first season. Like, like watch the first two. Episodes yeah, but that's introduce it all, you know. But that's like watch two seasons ago, because then it's current and gets you into it. But then go back and watch it again. Yeah, to move on, Monaco, Monaco, Monaco. So to me, what got me hooked on Monaco is the like the so it's it's on the water. And it's all the billionaires line their yachts up and throw big parties on their yachts. And so to me, it was like the the spectacle of like these yachts and then all these famous people there. And I'm not a big like celebrity guy or whatever, but it was just like, man, it'd be awesome to sit there. Yeah. Um, Another thing about F1 that's been interesting to me compared to American sports is like the drivers do things on the days leading up to the sports. The drivers, and I didn't realize this, the drivers do things like the day before they'll do like sponsor parties. Oh yeah. Billionaire parties, whatever. Like they're not, it's not like, like like uh, American sports where they're like locked in a hotel and focused on the game, they're doing things. So there's all these content from Instagram and whatever happening. Even the day, very fascinating. Yeah, and so Monaco, it's like that's just ramped up so much at Monaco where there's so many who they're interacting with, who they're talking to, who's there. Just the the they're anybody who's anybody all these there, you know. Yeah, it's um, yeah, I like to me it'd be. <clears throat> Never going to be rich enough to be able to jump on one of those boats, but like, man, it would be fun. It would be so fun to watch from a boat. And I get it. It's probably the most boring race of the season, but. So we got Friday, sorry. <laughs> yeah, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, right? Sunday's the big race. And this is how it that generally always works. It, they used to in Monaco do a practice on Thursday for some reason, but now they, they brought it in. So so Friday, Saturday, Sunday, you got practice one, practice two on Friday. They, they send the cars out, run around the track. They get a bunch of data. And they can like change the setups of the car, right? And the drivers, you know, kind of kind of tune themselves into the track. Saturday comes, you got practice three, and then qualifying. Qualifying, they're basically everybody's out on the on the track at the same time, but they're trying to avoid each other. They're not racing each other. They're trying to set a one lap fastest lap time. Whoever gets the fastest lap time, single lap, uh, qualifies. Uh, you know, that's the, what sets the grid for the race. Um, now it goes into like, there's three sections of qualifying. There's Q1, Q2, and Q3, each 15 minutes long. And like after one section, bottom five get knocked out. The next session, the next bottom five get knocked out. So you're left with only 10 people in the last qualifying session. And that sets the the top 10. That's just like a quick and dirty qualifying explanation. And then Sunday, 
that's when like all the celebrities will be out and like everything will be nuts. Um, Do you think Taylor Swift will be there? <laughs> to, to go support Fernando? Maybe. I don't know, yeah, right? You know, <laughs> the best part about that is he has been asked. Nick like, so bad wants to talk about this. Yeah. He winks, man. He like, he, he was winks at the camera and shit. Dude. He like he'll get asked about it. And he was like, "Oh, I can't comment on that right now." Then we yeah, thought came really. You said it's it. some it's, smart marketing by that guy. Oh yeah, it's totally not true, right? But I what? love the way he leans into it, and that's what I love about F one is no one takes himself so seriously that they won't lean into something like that. They're I don't know. Max can be that way sometimes. Well, right. Max would, but yeah. I feel like Lewis Hamilton seems like overly serious sometimes. But yeah, I don't need him. I don't watch he was, it. He was Dan Rihanna, man. He's that's right. He's chill. Yep. All right. <laughs> so Sunday's the race. Fucking yeah. So they they do. They're gonna do seventy eight laps this time around. Hamilton has the lap record in twenty nineteen minute and twelve point nine. Really? I did not yep. know that. Pit lane loss. You're looking at about sixteen point four seconds. Is what I'm um, told. Is that good? Bad? Yeah. Is that high or low? That's low. That's low. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and it also depends on like how quick of a pit stop they do. I say Ben to put yeah. context in there when they once they get in there and they like are jacking up the car, it's yeah, like yeah. two and a half three seconds and they're out of there. Again. I mean that, that'd be a fast one. Call it two and a half to like five seconds is kind of your. I'd say any five would be three is is not good. It's bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But the other time is obviously that you have to slow down to get in and slow down to get out. You know? sure. Boom boom. Uh, Red Bull did one. They had they they did some rule changes with automated uh, automated stuff. They took a little bit of automation away from them. But Red Bull did like a sub two second pit stop. Uh, yeah, I don't, they they're fast as shit. It's insane to watch. You're all on Red Bull. And when they screw it up and they're sitting there trying to like fix it, it's hilarious to watch. Oh, dude. A couple seasons ago, or maybe it was last season, Valtteri Bottas was driving for Mercedes. Must have been two seasons ago, and they stripped one of these bolts. Right, it's just a big center center drive. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's not yeah, like yeah. a bunch of different ones. There we're we getting close. close. We're getting All close. Right, so yeah, so they they welded this thing on. You know, they stripped and it welded. They had to send it back to the factory to get this wheel off. So yeah, it is funny when they screw it up. All right, so Monaco. Well, it's funny to hear on the intercoms the the racers like. I mean, you have to pay to listen to the intercoms, right? Like, there's like an app or something, or like a. No, I mean, in the U.S., maybe, but no, I think it's on the general broadcast too. We, yeah, it should be. We we pay for the F1 app, so yeah. Well, uh, I'll have to. I'll have to. Um, I know a guy who might have a password for you. <laughs> Sweet, I'll throw it on my iPad when I watch. <laughs> but I gotta uh, pick somebody to follow. I gotta like. So, who do, who do people we've described? Do any of them like sound attractive? Yeah, yeah, no, that sound attractive. Yeah, I really uh, like that. You're a Lance Stroll kind of guy. I don't know. <laughs> oh wow, wow, wow! Just because I come from no, 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 no. Honestly, Carlos Sainz, Carlos Sainz, the smooth operator. Right, so I had somebody in mind, but I'm curious to hear you guys' point, and then I'll bring my point as to why I'm okay. All right. So, yeah, do you, do you, do you think Carlos? Well, I was going to say, for the record, when we were talking about Ferrari, Carlos is uh, two places ahead of Char- Charles at this point. Yeah. So. But it's, so, I don't know. That's so. And bad. there's not, it's like one ring. So you think I'm a, Car- a, a Charles Lisserick? Leclerc? Yeah. Charles Leclerc is. Yeah, but... If I truly, truly yeah. would give you advice, All right. Ricky's going to lose his mind. Ah, oh, McLaren. They're they're having a bad year, but they're still in fifth. And to me, like if you pick Red Bull, that's just jumping on the bandwagon. Like you can't do that. Ooh, I oh. like that they have a 
sponsor called Splunk. Yeah. Well, the team's middle of the road right now, have a lot of potential in the future. American and CEO. So watch them struggle for a while. I do or like if you watch Drive to Survive, Haas would be my other team because Gunther's mm. which we have not mentioned yet, it's is true. I'm not a Haas fan. Yeah. Everybody talks about them being like the American team, right? And last year, my guy was Pierre Gasly on Alpha Towery. It was like my, like, I'm going to go all in on this guy. And he's great. Still love him. Switch teams, whatever. But like, it's a, it helped me kind of learn it all because I was cheering for a guy in the middle of the pack. I wasn't sure if he was going to win or whatever at the top. I like Lewis Hamilton and all that, but I was like, hey, still a guy in the middle of the pack. Pick, <laughs> touche. <laughs> pick a middle of the pack. And then it, it it forces you to to look at the sport differently, you know. Uh-huh. So wait, we pick a team, not a driver. Well, I mean, you can pick whatever. I, you know, I, Lando. Pick Lando on McLaren. Yeah, I would say Lando. If you're gonna pick a driver, you should pick Lando because Lando, I think, ha- is potential for a like future world champion situation if McLaren can get their ass together and design him a good car, or he's gonna leave McLaren and go to somewhere with a good car, you know. Or my backup is like one of the Ferrari drivers, probably Carlos Sainz, but that's the one Lindsay likes, right? She, I think she's more Leclerc, but she's both of them, you know. Yeah, but Leclerc, I think, is obviously the number one driver over there. It was like we were talking about; it wasn't necessarily always that way, but I think he's kind of. But I don't know; he's been fucking up lately. He's been making he's the number one, but he's two spots behind right now. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Mm. So who's your? Who's I your think, son? I think that you should get behind Fernando Alonso. I think you would. I think you would like his his general demeanor. He's. I wouldn't say cocky. Maybe he's a little cocky, but he's very much. I, I don't know. He's very very confident, and like you know, because he's got his championships, and he's kind of he's he's kind of like the old hat, right? He's the old dude who's coaching young Lawrence Stroll or La- young Lance Stroll. Lawrence. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I think Fernando Alonso might be up your alley just from like his shenanigans. He's kind of you know he plays into the tail. You love shenanigans. Yeah, he's. He's a dude with shenanigans. He's also, apparently, from what I've heard, he's a really gregarious type of, he tries to win over everybody, buys all his his pit crew and all the people in his garage, like, buys them stuff. You know, he's a very uh, likable dude. Yeah, and he can be controversial when he when he wants to be, you know what I mean? Like, he's not afraid to throw a, throw a wrench in the spokes and... and Alonzo? Stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the whole T-Swift thing. I'm bringing this Yeah, exactly. That's a perfect example. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's just yeah. drama, you know? He's just... It's not drama, but, like, headlines and... Yeah, it's something fun. He has fun with it, right? My wife listens to some podcasts about, like, celebrities, and they were talking about this, like, F1 driver that's been doing it, and they were, like, mad at him for making these claims. But I'm like, you're talking about F1 right now, and the strategy... also didn't make oh, those claims. Like, no. there's people asking him questions, and he was like, no comment. You know what I mean? Like, how well, That's where I was just like, good for him for getting some notoriety out of this. Like, why yeah. not wrong? Use it. All right, so Ben, who who were you? Yeah, well, I I had a thought of going with Sergio Perez just because I'm gonna be, get to meet him and work with him shortly, but I don't know. Maybe I'll meet him and he's gonna be a little short, annoying guy. I think he no, not I think he is short. I did meet him. I didn't actually talk to him, but I stood right next to him. <laughs> the short dude. All the all the drivers I think are relatively short. Most. I, you know how I feel about that, but it's okay. It's I, I love con. He's tall. I, I like Alonzo. You've sort of sold me on Alonzo for this race. You know, he's not in first place, but he's sort of cocky and he's slamming T-Swift. He's like for a dentist. If something were to happen, if there was like a DNF in Red Bull or like Red Bull had some issues, he could actually win. 
Uh, this is like this is Aston Martin yeah, seeing it was super shitty, and now they're they're very very. And I'm in no way picking Aston Martin forever. I'm just saying oh, he's somebody cheap. No, no, yep. no, no, no. This is this is for Monaco only for all of our avid listeners. Right. We'll let you redraft for like three races. You watch one race, you can redraft. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, that's fair. Go... Once you kind of get that, get a get a, a hold. Oh, yeah, I you can't watch hold me. Survives. Watch yeah, drive. Also. That'll give you like, like the technical chief for Aston Martin's last name sort of rhymes with swallows. It's Aaron <laughs> Follows. Wait, look at their team principal's name. Is it still no? Uh, it might, might crack. Yeah, might crack. <laughs> I'm definitely going Aston Martin for this race. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's not a bad pick. And to be honest with you, so here's the deal with Monaco too. Monaco, unfortunately becomes they call it you know like a parade right that it's very very hard to pass at monaco because it's so tight um and the cars are so big so like there's really no places to pass there's maybe a couple that you could pass the turn one and i don't know but it doesn't happen a whole lot so which makes qualifying super important so you gotta watch qualifying qualifying almost guarantees it's not a guarantee but it's 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 a pretty pretty hard shoot for our Qualifying is super important because it basically sets the grid and the grid because there's no passing. If you if you get first in qualifying, you you're not guaranteed to win, but if you don't win, you fuck something up. So you gotta watch qualifying. Ferrari. <laughs> yes. Ferrari. Reference Ferrari last year. Oh god, painful. All right. I think we should do a top three. Yeah. And I think it's hilarious to make Ben try and pick a top three. Yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> no, no, I'm I'm gonna all right, I'll pick a top three first. So you, do you pick by cars or people? People. People. Oh, okay. People first is Verstappen. Okay. Um, safe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, of course, my boy Fernando. Okay. Um, he's going to come in second. Now, third, I'm going to throw you for a little bit of a loop. Uh, we're going to go with Carlos Sainz. <laughs> Carlos Sainz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, mainly because he sort of reminds me of how uh, George of the Jungle in the 90s looked in <laughs> his photo. Yeah. He sort of has that, like, you know, just slammed into a tree face about him. The likable idiot look? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. It's, it's sort of, uh, he's, uh, yeah. He's I know the look you're talking about. I don't know that Carlos Sainz has that look. I'm going to, I'm going to qual, you know, throw that, but I do know the look. All right. Uh, My three. There you go. Lock it in, betters. Here's so here's the thing. Here's what I'm thinking. Red Bull is their advantage is going to be a little bit degraded here because there's no long straights and they're they're big with the DRS. It gives them a huge advantage. Of course, they've got advantages everywhere, but like the DRS is their major one. There's only one DRS zone, and it's short. So I I still think he's going to win. I still think Max is going to win. So I'll say Max number one. I don't want to be safe. Like I don't want to be like oh Max Sergio. And then it's really only three, but that's probably what it's going to be, you know. So Verstappen. No, you know what I'm going to say. I'm going to say Verstappen, Leclerc. Ooh, Leclerc's the hometown boy, right? Fernando, yeah. And I think Leclerc's got a got a got a fire lit up his ass because of last year. I don't think they're that far off the pace. I don't know. So you, you listen to some people talk, and it sounds like they they say that Ferrari is just just you know not having it. But they're in Monaco, and they're slow anyway. Like it's not like it's not like we're having a top speed competition here. He's got, he's got the fire lit under his ass. So and and he can qualify. That's the other thing. He can qualify. He out qualified in the last race for the sprint race and for the regular race. So two qualifyings, and he out qualified Max, 
which is huge in Monaco. So yeah, I'm gonna say that. so Max. He'll get the he'll get the jump on him, but that'll be it. <laughs> Max and then uh, Leclerc, then Alonso, because something's gonna happen to Sergio. I don't know what. All right, Nick. What do you- I was gonna throw Leclerc in there, but now that both of you guys, because um, oh, Verstappen up front's boring. I think Perez. He was last year. Let's say something happens to Verstappen. I think Perez. Well, in the whole uh, qualifying thing last year, I think Perez might be, you know, ready to to light it up, and then. Uh, I'll go Alonzo Hamilton. Yeah, Hamilton's not making it, dude. Homer pick. So who was one? Leclerc? No, uh, Perez. Perez, Perez. Perez, Alonzo, yeah, yeah. Hamilton? Yeah. Well, Verstappen's Hamilton. not even near top four. <laughs> top three. Because if he doesn't make it, something happens. So to me, it's like he bums out a qualifier or something, yeah, you know, or like that. Yeah. yeah. It might rain, you know, you never know. And you know what? Rain is a whole other thing. It throws everything off, you know? Right. I mean, last year that was part of it. Like they didn't race the whole race, so you yeah. Know, I mean, what I'm put out there. I'm trying to just mix it up and keep it exciting. No, I like that. And yeah. listening to our uh, podcast. Oh, fans. <laughs> no, I like that. Your that, mom's that. gonna be like, I like that. You shout out that. to Lindsay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Lindsay, will listen. All right. Well, sweet. Was there anything else we wanted to hit? Oh, some mm-hmm. just recent news. Any interesting news stories that you? Uh... The old. Uh... We kind of touched on that earlier, but today I was looking into some, uh, what's his face? DeVries? Oh, yeah. DeVries at Alpha Towery, uh, not doing well. No, it sure isn't. Not doing well. And so, do you think, do you think they should give him more time or you think that he needs out? I mean, I just, the Ricardo drama is so great to me. So, actually, Ricardo's going to go there anyway. I don't, but Ben, so you have backstory. I earlier talked to Ricky early on in the season about, if Checo is too close to Verstappen, that might have sent the team and kind of the team vibes. So now, like, they might chase Checo out of there. Checo might go to another team, and then Ricardo would jump in because he'd be less of a threat to Verstappen. Good guy, they love him. Whatever, try to keep this good. I could see the like if they wanted DeVries out of there because he's not pulling it. I could see them throw Ricardo into that car for the end of the season just to get him some lap time, get him going again, and then he's Red Bull next year. Yeah, uh, to be honest, like people talk about it, like he's not going to do that. But I, I think that's a real possibility. Like, why wouldn't you get in a car for an organization that you basically already work for? And then, it all stemmed because he got seat fitted for Alpha Tauri yeah. recently. But he's also kind of Alpha Tauri's third driver, right. so like, he'll probably race a race, I would guess, for Alpha Tauri this year. I think he race for Red Bull. Yeah, and maybe Red Bull too. Um, or do a practice, not a race, but a, a practice. Yeah, but like I could see him race a race for one of the two this year. Just there, I mean, four drivers, the chance that maybe something happens to one of them. Oh, race, like that's true. Yeah, not high probability, but you know. did you see uh, Leclerc and Leclerc, Carlos Sainz, and Pierre Gasly played in a charity soccer game? Yes. Yeah, Leclerc ended up on his face. He put on his Instagram a, a shot of him just uh, on the ground on his face. Uh, was Yuki a part of that too? Is what? Yuki Sonoda a part of that too? But I know he was like out in Faenza uh, cleaning up after the floods in Imola. He was like out oh, on the streets. Yeah, that's what it was. Which, Ben, we will send you a video of Yuki and Daniel Ricardo racing mini jet boats in Miami. That shit was funny. Uh, all right, anything else? Let's wrap this. Oh, wait, uh, one last thing. Uh, so all the upgrades and stuff. So everybody was supposed to bring upgrades to Imola. 
Mercedes in particular, right? Mercedes is changing their side pods. I actually saw a picture of the new side pods today. I'm sure that you, you can Google it. That you'll see them. But they, they ditched the, the F-16 zero side pods and kind of expanded them a little bit. So that'll be cool to see. And then I think the other teams that were going to bring uh, upgrades, they're talking about the, the fact that they may not put them on because Monaco's so specific. It's such like every team, like been for reference, most teams have to build a specific package just for Monaco. You know, we talked about like the, the steering rack and that sort of thing. Anyway, so, so they don't know if they're going to fit the upgrades on that. Uh, on the other teams, but I know Mercedes did put their upgrades on whether they're going to help them or not. All right. Well, that's all I got guys. Hey, I just want to say thanks to the listeners who uh, made it through this, this marathon. First one, you know, don't judge yourself. The first one, best, best is yet to come. Yeah. Best is yet to come. So we got more. So next, so we got to watch Monaco. And then um, after Monaco is what's the next race after Monaco. Oh, Barcelona. Cool. Ooh, so, I love Barcelona. It's yeah, a ball yeah, city. That'll be fun. And it's yeah. a classic track. It's a it's a purpose built racetrack, not a street track like Monaco. Um, is it all in a week? Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah, yeah. Because we were supposed to have three in a row. Um, so that's what we got to look look forward to. We'll talk about the next five uh teams and their drivers and maybe a little more like rules and regulations sort of stuff. And I'm sure you'll probably have questions after Oh, um, after, after I definitely watch this first one, I'll I'll have some questions. Definitely watch the race and then yeah, yeah. Write down your Wait, you can uh, email us at ricky at zero to f1.com. R-I-C-K-Y at C-E-R-O number two, F number one dot com. Nailed it. All right. See you guys next time. There's something loose between my legs apart from the office. Yeah. I'd be proud. I can't look up this line on the dead. I can't keep the car behind. Oh no, it's on my ass. <laughs>